the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. You know, it's interesting when you're doing a radio show, you, you pick the stories that are the most offensive to the principles of Americanism. That's how I choose to do the show. It's very difficult when you have a traitor like Joe Biden, an absolute and total enemy of this country's principles, a, 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 a beyond the political whore. Political whore is what you have in your local districts, right? Those phony two-bit half-assed gangsters. That's a political whore. Joe Biden is a legitimate asset of the Chinese Communist Party and other enemies to this country. This government is illegitimate by my decree. That's the beauty of being an American. The day after this idiot stole the election with his mafia's help, called the Democrat Party, I revoked my consent immediately. Immediately. I have a little small business. The first thing I did, Biden voters keep out. Because if you're dumb enough not to see what this scam is, then I don't want to waste my time with you. So if there's anybody from CPS, any Democrat, change a fracking station because you sicken me. And you sicken everybody who understands the principles of Americanism. Now we'll go through it one by one. And, of course, I'm going to start with the most obvious third world intimidation tactic this country's ever seen, ever. And that is for the people who protested the most obvious election theft in American history called the Joe Biden presidency. So uh, I don't know the guy. What's the guy? Joseph Briggs. He got 17 years. Didn't somebody get more than that? And you got guys that have been denied their due process. So the court system in this country, in these Democrat ghettos, and you know where they are, like the two fat-ass sitting Cook County judges who are on the investment vehicle with that Burke. You're scum. I don't care if you're a judge, if you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor or an Indian chief. You're a scumbag. So you're illegitimate to me. So the railroad of this guy and the other people who protested the most obvious election theft in history is political persecution. So they are political prisoners. And the railroad, and the, they have no, I, I give them no credibility, none. So to waste time on the specificity of the so-called laws he break, he broke Gatsan Ghul. I still have yet to be answered. How many FBI and CIA rat bastard scumbags were dressed like Trump supporters in the Capitol? And I want to know about that big dumb bastard, Ray Epps. Give me a chair and a ball-peen hammer. I'll get all the answers in five minutes, okay? So when I read these stories about this guy who thought he had the audacity to be a free man and to call himself proud and to go on and say, look, you stole it, you wrinkled-ass asset of enemies foreign domestic, you union thug, you gangster short in the pants, and... 
you and your son and the whole lot of you are crooked from the Communist Party. Now he's going to do 17 years in the cooler. He's already done two. And we're supposed to pretend, well, if Trump gets in, he can pardon him. Do you understand the judicial system in this country is not supposed to be politically aligned? That's why I'm excited about artificial intelligence. I want all these fracking judges' computers. Because nobody would make this kind of a judgment. And then I have to listen to these half-ass wannabe actors called reporters who come on and do one stupid thing after the next. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. And that's after I watched this dimwit. The guy, the, the thief, the thief, Joe Biden, who's always been a nothing rat thief his entire life, come on and, and, and stumble over stupid words because he, he, he has dementia. I, it's just preposterous to me. Well, I don't know why I'm paying attention to these few guys up here instead of everybody all kidding aside. My, my See, this is a, all kidding aside. Don't jump. You know what I'm saying? Stupid son of a dog. My mother would say, I apologize for my back. Your mother hasn't said anything in 40 years. Your mother went to prom in a covered wagon, you moron. And I apologize. <laughs> and that's just one thing after the next. Helping them recover, at least doing an initial assessment of uh, that Category 3 storm that... It's a Category 2. Oh, God. Numbers are important, but not once you have dementia. It's a Category 2, and that's not the biggest screw-up in one sentence. Uh, made landfill. No, 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 not landfill, landfall. But they're Democrats, and we all know. Look around you. Look in the car next to you. Look at that frecking moron Democrat with that doily on his face, breathing his own spittle. It's disgusting and despicable to even be around them. It truly is. And then when you see uh, uh, the other obvious that they're getting promoted right before our eyes here's another judicial nominee how many people heard this if you participated in any meetings at all related to the hunter biden laptop was that a yes or a no it's not appropriate for me uh, and i'm i'm bound not why, to why, talk wait, wait, wait wait why why isn't it appropriate for you it is a judicial nominee this has anything to do with any any case that you have right i'm asking you what you did in your former employment as the deputy chief of staff to the fbi director did you no 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 Deputy Chief of Staff to the forever bothering Italians, the Federal Bureau of Incompetence, if I'm kind, a corrupt Gestapo protecting the mafia that is our government, if I can read. And, 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 and you sat in on the meetings because you covered his ass. What Anthony Blinken, when, they, when he was the vice president, everybody knew what he was doing, which means... He was doing it with the okay of Barack. Oh, yes, he was. And nobody wants to talk about that. And now I have to pretend that the guy that's guilty of seditious consp conspiracy is the guy protesting the election theft and not this wrinkled ass old man or this other scumbag or the other idiots in the Pentagon. Or how about FEMA? $28.7 billion is their budget. Where's the money? Break it down. That's just for one year. That's $78 million. $630,000 a day that they spend and nobody can trace the money. And then when you look into some of the past of these idiots who run FEMA, by the way, Squirrel, you know, who, you know how FEMA was created? You're never going to believe it. You're never going to believe who created it. That's right. The man who refuses to die, Jimmy Carter, still alive. How many, how many bad rat things did this scumbag failure produce in our government? He just did it with an executive order, a pen. And now it's got a budget, thousands of people work for it, and we're supposed to celebrate its incompetence and failure. And every time there is something it's supposed to cover, all they really do is kind of put up fences. There seems to be a huge emphasis on ensuring that the media and anyone else can't see what's going on here in Lahaina, West Maui. 
there are miles and miles of this black fence going up that was not here before that is obscuring ground zero and making sure no one can see what's going on inside of there from no reporters no investigators just a corrupt bureaucracy that blows 30 billion a year and nobody knows where the money is and when people get sick you know what the people got here 700 dollars for their entire home well the rats over 100 fema morans went and stayed in thousand dollar a night hotels that kind of made me think hmm i'm guessing there's been a history and a legacy of government corruption like every other wasted bureaucracy Three former FEMA officials under arrest tonight. They're accused of taking bribes in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. One of those facing charges is former FEMA Deputy Regional Administrator, Administrator Asha Tribble. That sounds like an important job, doesn't it, Squirrel? See, the higher you get, it's like Chicago. The bigger shot you are, the bigger the envelope is. The Sacagawea, like the 50 thieves that are called aldermen. Prosecutors say she accepted the use of a personal helicopter, among other items, while she was working on the island after the storm. Tribble's chief of staff is also under arrest, as is the former president of Cobra Acquisitions, which was given a nearly $2 billion contract to restore power in Puerto Rico. It's like the Clinton Foundation in Haiti that gave nothing to the Haitians and misappropriated the money. Where's the investigator? Oh, who's in charge of that, Well, Who's in charge of that? I know, the FBI. Let's get some answers from Josh Hawley, one of the only good politicians in Washington, as he questions another La Cosa Nostra member. Participated in any meetings related to the Hunter Biden laptop? Senator, uh, again, um, as a, a Department of Justice... It sounds like you're not going to answer me. Is this going to be a I'm not going to answer you type deal? Senator, I'm, I'm bound to follow the Code of Judicial Conduct. The Code of Judicial Just, Conduct doesn't have Justice. any bearing on this question whatsoever. What possible bearing could it have? Code of Judicial Contact, Conduct. Listen, you Democrat, lying, thieving rat. Are, is that the same one that the Cook County judges who sit on an investment group that buys property after people can't pay their taxes in Chicago, headed up by the short-in-the-pants gangster Ed Burke? Or, or are these the judges and the prosecutors that all used to have coffee with short-in-the-pants Mike Madigan? Is it the same thing? I think it is. I think I, we're all on to you. And you have zero, zero legitimacy, none. The whole government, the whole government needs to be torn down and rebuilt with open eyes. And I want to know every day, where's, where's the 78,630,000 go that FEMA's in charge of? Where's it go? The federal agency in charge of responding to natural disasters now has a crisis of its own. The former chief of personnel at FEMA is under investigation after employees accused him of sexual harassment among their allegations. Oh, that's all right. Let's just hope he's heterosexual in the meantime. That's a question mark. Uh, well, Senator, uh, uh, as um, the Code of Judicial Conduct requires integrity and independence in the judiciary, it requires... See, it's funny, Squirrel, because now the LGBTQ++, they don't know if they should be offended or not. They can't figure it out. It'll take them to the end of the show. Um, judicial uh, officers to uh, act with... It's not a get-out-of-jail-free card when you don't want to answer questions. Yes, it is. Sorry, Josh. It is, because what are we really going to do about it? What are we really going to do about it? You see, we've got somebody suffering from dementia, aside from being an absolute crook. And now what I like is he says he knows neurosurgeons. Oh, do you? Well, obviously, they're morons, too. And uh, having um, a little understanding of uh, dealing with uh, neurosurgeons and people, and one of the leading women in my staff, her husband's a neurosurgeon as well, it's not un at all unusual to have. Now, is there a word in there? 
Is that a sentence? Did you hear a comma squirrel? Wouldn't a neurosurgeon that actually is board certified say, I don't know who that is talking, but he clearly has some sort of brain malfunction. The response that sometimes happens to Mitch when you've had a severe concussion. Oh, really? I don't know. I grew up in Melrose Park where the name is Sean. I got a severe concussion four times a week from 1978 all the way to 2005. I don't stutter. I don't stand there and look around like Jiminy Cricket who got his shoes stolen. Not at all. See, it's only, it's only acceptable when you're part of the Casa Nostra. And it's a bipartisan corrupt mafia. And to prove it, Georgia's very own Ryan Kemp, who is such a, I don't know, what's the, what's the, world, what's the word, honey, buddy? Where, what's the word? But my vajayjay is painting. All right, we'll go with Oprah. He is such a vajayjay that he's going to run cover for another crooked Democrat political whore lawyer. Uh, I did want to take just a few minutes to speak to some history that's trying to repeat itself over the last few days here in Georgia. Uh, Many of you will recall that in the final weeks of 2020, I clearly and repeatedly said that I would not be calling a special session of the General Assembly to overturn the 2020 election results because such an action would have been unconstitutional. Now, see, Brian, you sweet-talking, southern, sweet-tea-drinking con artist, nobody wanted you to overturn anything. We wanted you to audit the votes. We wanted you to find out how many voter registrations were made that day We wanted you to find out how many votes came back to the same address. We wanted you to cross-check the signatures on the voter registration cards and the ballots, you crooked rat bastard. It was that simple. Fast forward today, nearly three years later, memories are fading fast. There have been calls by one individual in the General Assembly and echoed outside of of these walls by the former president for a special session that would ignore current Georgia law and directly interfere with the proceedings of a separate but equal branch of government. See here, you sweet-talking, sweet-tea-drinking con artist, crooked rat. That means an elected official wanted to call for an investigation into the most corrupt county in a notably corrupt area. And they wanted you to investigate this fanny tramp. And they wanted you to see who's paying her, where her money comes from. Did she use federal money? They wanted you once again to cross-check the interworking of the Democrat area scum areas in Georgia, just like the ones in Chicago. And you're running cover once again, Brian Kemp, which goes to all of these guys who say, you know, he's a Republican. You got to have a Republican, the lesser of two evils. Is this the lesser of two evils? Hey, morons. Is this the lesser of two evils? Or should it be one of those never-Trumper guys who pretend they have so much character? I think they all like Brian Kemp, right? All those never-Trumpers come. You get over there with the moron Democrats and do me a favor, you con artists. Don't you ever pretend to be smart or have integrity. You're worse than the corrupt Democrats because you say you're smarter. You're just more ignorant, more entitled. You're a bigger problem. Go stand with the dummies. Now, my concerns with the Fulton County District Attorney's handling of this case and the special purpose grand jury have been well documented. Yeah. Can you get any answers on how they shot a rap video in your prison, you crooked bastard? 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists. 
are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Friend of mine texted me, I thought you were going to talk about the economic numbers that came out. The numbers are released by the entity that tells you lies every time it opens its mouth. Oh, the numbers came in just as predicted. Everything is just fine. Everything is great. I think I also saw, they said new businesses are are upticking. Oh, really? You mean LLCs created in Delaware? That just means more union thugs, presidents, are opening LLCs to steal our money. That's how FEMA spends $78 million a day. I can't believe nobody cares about that. $78 million a day. And to the citizens of this country who are affected by natural disasters, you get seven hundred, seven hundred dollars. Huh? It reminds me of another, another Democrat-run entity that didn't want to give any spending records. And it turns out, out of one hundred and ten million that they say they spend on illegal aliens, fifty-five million goes to hire employees. Now, who could I be talking about, Squirrel? You guessed it. The capital of American communism and corruption. The Chicago Democrats. How you doing? The city has spent more than $100 million on helping migrants so far. CBS2 is always investigating. We asked for the spending records over and over and finally got some receipts last week. The information we fought for for six months wasn't just a struggle for us to get. City leaders are now asking our reporters to share their findings. CBS2's Lauren Victory explains. We finally got a FOIA back with invoices paid. The migrant spending records I'm handing over here took the city six months to Uh, hand over to us. We actually did not get that kind of line item, which is what we're looking for. That's Alderman Andre Vasquez. When he says we, he means the Committee on Immigrant and Refugee Rights, described on the city's website as having jurisdiction over all matters relating to refugees living in Chicago. Turns out it's just words. You have jurisdiction under Gatsangul. You're on the low rung of the mafia, dummy. You'll get what they give you, and you'll like it. City leaders tasked with keeping tabs on how asylum seekers are cared for. And yet, the committee chair is asking a news reporter about city spending. If you could share that with us. We did pass. The money that they're stealing, these Democrat rats. The money that they're stealing. We don't even have a comprehension level of it. Six trillion dollar budget federally, not to mention these Democrat sewers. You know the money they're making from the people. They're charging people on water they don't even own. They're charging them exponential amounts of taxation. It's a lot of money to slush around. And in the meantime, it's going to their posses. Along the information we uncovered and reported last week, vendor names, invoice numbers, paid amounts for $83 million out of 110 spent so far on migrant care. Finally, some more information on the dozens of companies contracted to provide laundry, table That's and chair rentals, sinks, and more. So you've been asking for this information for months um, yeah. and to have to reach out to a reporter to ask... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, what it appears to me is that there's been a challenge in, like, capacity with some of the departments, right? That the teams that are implementing the solutions are also the ones that have to report out and also the ones that have to communicate publicly. All their friends get all the contracts. It's a fracking. That's why they love the fact there's 10 million illegal aliens since Joe Biden stole the office. 10 million. And they love it. And they're acting like they need. That's why that the big Lori Lightfoot, what's his name? Brandon Lightfoot, the big guy. He loves it. He gets some more money. 
It's like that living color. You got the Mo Money clip? Get the Mo Money. Migrants have come to Chicago by the busload for almost a year now. Vasquez says the city finally sent him some detailed numbers this week. How right. are aldermen just now getting a spending breakdown? The prior administration really didn't communicate it at all. Vasquez says the transition between Lori Lightfoot and Brandon Johnson may have slowed things down, but he's ready to ramp up now that more and more migrants are coming to the city. Between the information he received and our records, one of the biggest questions is about the biggest expenditure, more than $55 million spent on staffing alone. $55 million to hire every morphodite they ever knew. That's how they stay in power. They love the problems. It's how they rape the people of money. It's, it's a theft organization. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. $55 million a day. The formerly great city, now ghetto. Spends in one year on just the illegal aliens, on administration. What the hell is that? That's $150,684 a day. A day they spend in the, to their friends. What exactly are you doing for the illegal aliens? Who, who, who's getting paid? That's why all of my life, i got to tell you something, Squirrel. All of my life, I meet these half-assed gangsters who had these city contracts and these jobs. They all be driving around in their Cadillacs like they were meant. You're bums. You're bums. You're stealing the money. How many people are struggling to pay their taxes, pay their water bill? And you're splashing the pot with this bust-out Brandon Johnson. Never made a dollar in his life, laid on his water bill on a payment plan. Yeah, this should end well. It should end in catastrophe. Uh, Jack Lakeview. Jack? Uh, Jack had a good question, too. He wanted to remind me about the Cook County Hospital that is now what? The Hyatt? Who owns the Hyatt? Is that the Portly Pritzker? I can't. I can't keep it straight. Yeah. What? Do, how do I think? What do I think about that? I think it's perfect. It's 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 perfect. He bought it for cents on the dollar, and the money they put into it, the Hyatt hotels, the money they put into it, you're going to pay for that. Oh, that'll be all subsidized, both federally, state, county. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Open and notorious thievery. Chuck and Dullivan. They took Pritzker and they shoved him back out in Lake Geneva. They thought he was a beach whale. Hey, oh, sure. so anyway, so thank thank you for mentioning my garage band, Low Rung on the Ladder. Uh, I want to make a prediction right now. Right. This is serious now. Don't cut me off. This is serious. Oh, this boy. is I'm what's going to happen. Makes me just want to hang up on you, but go ahead. All right, okay. So <laughs> within the next two months, they're going to get rid of Biden, and Kamala Harris is going to be the president. She's going to pick. Good. Gavin Newsom, yeah. she's going to pick Gavin Newsom as vice president. Good. They're going to find out that she wasn't born in the United States. Oh, and within two months, Gavin Newsom is going to be our president. That's, That's what's going so down. What? It's great. I think, I'll tell you what, if you want peace in the world, you send a whore to the negotiations. I like it. Let's get her to the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. Let's get her all over to Russia, Ukraine. I say it's great, wonderful. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You know, so we have a dementia-ridden so-called president, a so-called Republican Senator McConnell, who freezes on stage. Yeah. And some great. people wonder what is wrong with America. But he's a I Republican. Mean, we're supposed to hope he hangs on. And we're supposed to oh, ignore yeah. We're supposed to oh, ignore the course. fact that he was elected since the 80s. 
And at the exactly. root of every of every collapse, at the root of every problem this country has, is is it, they're both there. Joe Biden and right. Mitch McConnell. That's why Joe Biden right. defended him today. You see? Exactly. And then we're supposed That's to my pre- point. Yeah. You have to compromise. You gotta compromise with evil. You gotta compromise with stupidity. And then you have to have decorum. Ooh, let's have decorum. Who has decorum? Brian Kemp. Now, Brian, Brian, now lecture me. Onto the righteousness of your rules in Georgia, arguably one of the most corrupt southern areas this country has. Go ahead, Brian. Forward with highly charged indictments and trials in the middle of an election. Simply put, it sows distrust and provides easy pickings. For those who see the district attorney's action is guided by politics. By the way, Squirrel, what do you mean I, I, I was being mean by when I called her that name? I'm not calling. I'm not mean when I call her that name. Openly, at 27 years old, she dated a 60-year-old married political don by the name of Willie Brown. It's well known. People in California, she's a laughing stock. She never worked a day in her miserable life. In fact, he broke all the finance rules when she was running for her position in California. Was she the DA or whatever the hell she was? She, she, they had an agreement. You weren't supposed to raise over 250000 She raised 10 times that much because he's the Mike Madigan of California. She got there because she earned it in his Buick, not because she had the support of the people. So don't sell me that bulldung about how great she is and she's a Democrat vice president. She's nothing. This administration has zero credibility. It is illegitimate. I deem so. Ah, George in Naperville. Sean, we had a supermoon over Chicagoland last night, and our governor celebrated with a supermoon viewing party. But it ended soon. All were aghast when they saw Pritzker's big ass. Yeah, well, I think supermoon was Willie Brown's nickname for Kamala. Thank you very much. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm aggravated. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm the same. I heard something today that I really can't believe. Uh, just when you think that this stumble bum can't embarrass the country anymore, he's he's going to go to Vietnam for a climate change uh, conference rather than go to the, one of the sites of <laughs> 9-11, the memorial sites. Rich, I think you it's know, funny he's because do- he, he bribed doctors to say he, he, w- he couldn't go to, to Vietnam when he was supposed to go. I think it's kind uh, of funny. It's kind of poetic. Get your yeah, crooked, this- draft-dodging ass over to Vietnam for once before they stick you in the dirt. I like it. you got to start looking at the fun things, like when he talks to FEMA. FEMA, an organization riddled in failure, corruption, and scandal. Another bureaucracy of corruption. Absolute and total corruption and mayhem. $78 million a day. Nobody can figure out what the hell they do. Well, they have windbreakers. Those have to be worth something. You know, we usually don't, we're we're not this engaged this often. But this last couple years with climate change and really kicking in, uh, you guys are going 24th. Kicking in? Kicking in? You're talking, what, what, what about Maui? You know, the one that the electric company started and then stoked. And then the idiot Democrats who were in charge of the fire hydrants had no water in it. Is that climate change? Why not? Here's 95 more million for the Hawaiian power grid. Hmm. Giving Hawaii $95 million to harden the state's power grid following the August 8th fires. Our Eddie Dowd tells us how harden it. Uh, another Kamala Harris adventure. Okay. Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Hey, Shane. Thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. I'll tell you what, Sean. I got something important. Uh, I guess uh, friends are like... Uh, uh, and they work real hard and we get along real well. And they were, what, you got a mask on? You got a scarf around your head? What the hell's wrong with your phone? Speaking to the part with the holes, will you, kid? Jesus. Hey, is this better? 
Yeah, it's better? better. All right. Uh, anyways, talking to him in that. So uh, earlier this week, there was some, uh, I mean, uh, all of us have had a flu symptoms, you know, maybe throw up and stuff like that, and we uh, either tough it out, go to work, or we lay in bed or something. Well, over at the District 4 where there's a whole bunch of immigrants all over, all over the place there, and there were some they weren't feeling good. There were some some were thrown up, some were things. Five ambulances came in to, to give, give them a ride to the hospital. They're all taking them all to the hospital and stuff. Then they ran out of ambulance. They needed more and all that. And then if that wasn't bad enough, these guys got a, a, um, a re, they're going to get reassigned a bunch of them to, um, they're going to get these buses to take uh, immigrants to some schools in uh, Chicago. And these police, are, the policemen have to take in, uh, be the police, bus drivers. They got a, Pass out the, they're going to have meals Good. on wheels come for their lunches. Good. They're going to pass out the food to them, and they got to medical if there's any medical, and they got to wait, wait while the kids are in school. Good. I mean, this good. is nutty stuff. Yeah, it's on. good for everybody. Good. I think it was Harold Washington. You know, Victoria's real secret. Nobody wore a lot. Nobody rocked lingerie like Harold. Harold Washington is the one that first said it was a sanctuary city, wasn't it? It's been a sanctuary city for forty years. Now shut up about it. Pay the cost. 40000 per kid's head or 30000 Go ahead, pay it. You wanted it that way. You are Democrats. Now wear it. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I find it funny when Democrats call the show or chime in on the social media. We're on Rumble and Asshat. You're not welcome, lowlifes. I'm not trying to woo you. I'm enjoying watching your collapse, you idiots. Rob, that hotel was chosen in part because it previously housed migrants earlier this year. But some neighbors say during that time there were problems with noise, cleanliness, and even drug use. Angry words and heated confrontation over plans to house migrants steps from people's front doors. I don't want them there. Take them someplace else or send them. Well, why you been voting, honey, honey, honey? 50 years you've been voting for these policies. 50 years. You like when they spent 55 million out of the 110 out of administration, right? You just, what are you mad you didn't get the job? What's the problem? This is a generous city. We are a city of immigrants. There you go. This standing room only meeting between Chicago city officials and Hyde Park residents comes as the city prepares to utilize as early as Friday the Chicago Lakeshore Hotel at 49th and DuSable Lakeshore Drive to house up to all the hotels, all the costs, all of it. Don't worry, there's some for, for, for regular Democrats too. If you didn't know about the USA's new free... See, they advertise on social media, so they have to advertise to the caliber of the person they're advertising to. No, this is not something about Mary's brother, Warren, but this is just as close. Health Don't touch his ears. Don't touch his ears, squirrel. Plan, ...then you need to see this. All right. This card right here gets refilled every single month for free with $540 a month. What are the odds he's from Fulton County, Georgia? Sounds like Brian Kemp. A little smarter, though. And I can spend on whatever I want. Ooh. All right? So All right. the process is super simple, folks. You just have okay. to go to the official website. I'm going to leave it below so that you can go ahead and check it out. You answer a few questions. 
You let them know you make less than 50000 per year and you're not on Medicaid or Medicare, and you I talk really- to an agent over the phone. I'm sure the screening process is re- it's real thorough. And if that's not enough for you, we got a lot of more. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane. I'm back today with another video. This is round two for me, guys. So if you haven't checked out my EBTV, they're giving away a lot of money. She had to do two shows that day. Video where I'm talking about work requirements being exempt for 17 states. Work requirements for welfare is exempt. You know the law that they pretended they passed? It's exempt for 17 states. Can you name the states? Can you name the political party in charge? I'll bet you can. I'll bet you can't. You definitely want to check out that video. But in today's video, we're going to be discussing social security. It's It's social security. Well, you're like Warren. Don't worry. The words aren't important. Posing an update to the SSI calculation. Just go with SSI. Which result in more money. Okay. Now, speaking of more money, we're also going to talk about how... So do me a favor. Do you think you're better than the illegal aliens? You're not. You all want something for not... Cozy up. Cozy up and shut up. Jan Hoffman Estates. Hey, listen, you know that Lahaina deal, that $95 million is going to be going to um, the power company, which is owned by BlackRock and Blackstone. Yeah. And, uh, which is why that, the yeah, fence is up. The there fire. will be no investigation to how it started. None. The fence is up. Oh, no, FEMA, that's said, the first oh, yeah, thing they, they did. They started it, but there was no water in the hydrants. Oh, yeah. So that's... they're blaming the fire, the fire department. Yeah. Well, the good news is we cleared oh, out a lot of space for the illegal aliens. Andy. There you go. Yeah, and Bri- talking about Brian Kemp, he also went to the World Economic Forum with the double butt uh, Pritzner. Yeah, they so all seem to go to the same stuff, don't they? Yeah, they, they all, all get their they, money from the you same. You can see all these people. people that went there. I mean, Brian Kemp went there, so who would trust that guy either? Yes, yes, you're right, Jan. Brad Milwaukee. Hey, Sean, the previous caller kind of stole my thunder with the Brian Kemp thing. Clearly, yeah, he was at the World Economic Forum. Uh, that guy doesn't pass a smell test. And if you look at his uh, little buddy, Raffensperger, too, he just screams Democrat roach. Thanks, yes. John. Thank you, brother. Glenn in Savannah, Georgia. How'd you hold up through the storm, it's, kid? No problem. No, for a little bit of rain and wind and a, a piece of cake, and the cigar good. never went out. So nice. I'm good. Nice. Excellent. I'm good. So Joe Biden is going to be on vacation soon. It's Labor Day weekend. And then after that, I think he has 80 more days until December 31st to take his vacation. So everything is good to go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Savannah, Georgia is beautiful, too, squirrel. Did you ever see it? Beautiful. Blue Island? Not so much. Tom. Hey, Sean Dittos. Sean, I, I know you're not a sports guy anymore, but at least you played sports. Would yeah. it be horrible if the president of the United States was not a pay, like Chuck mentioned, Gavin Newsom. Ooh, we're supposed to be so afraid of Gavin Newsom. That pants, you had like to slap him upside the head. And hey, Tom, do you know that Joe Biden, Joe Biden played sports all through college? And then when he got his draft number, he had asthma. Now he's going to Vietnam to, to, to make America weaker. And the, the guys who used to kill Americans stronger. That's because he's a traitor. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. 
Geese, Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... My next guest, I love having on. She spent time as a program manager for the Alexander Hamilton Society. She also worked for Heritage Foundation for a time. I've seen her articles, and you've seen them, in the American Conservative, the Washington Examiner, Newsweek, Town Hall, just to name a few. She is the executive director at Speech First. She's one of my favorites. She is Sharice Trump. No, not that Trump. Sharice, how are you? Hey, hey, thanks for having me on, Sean. So this is an important topic because you focus primarily on college kids, correct? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, not to incriminate mine, and they wouldn't, you know, but I have two. Uh, one just out, one in for a while now taking a little sabbatical. But, however, the reason she's taking a sabbatical is because all of her rights were under assault. It's outrageous what's going on in these colleges. And um, my other one was different because from the time they are little, I told them, don't you believe a word these idiots tell you? And that's in preschool all the way through. But I am unique in that fashion. Most people teach their kids to buckle under to intimidation by teachers who most of the time can't do but can act like they do, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is what, it's not just faculty or the teachers that they're going to be experiencing in their classrooms. It's also administrators, you know, the people who are going to be running the policies, managing um, the reporting mechanisms on campus for harassment and bias and all of the, and those who define what those terms actually mean. So it's really important that students, as they are entering campus again this fall semester, start to look for some red flags and signs that maybe, just maybe, there might be some actual serious free speech implications here based on how their uh, how their university actually characterizes and defines these things. Well, isn't it time, Sharice, to rethink how we have been hoisted by our own petard? I mean, after all, <laughs> the vast majority of people who are billionaires are not college graduates. When you see the achievements that were done by people who didn't go to college, when you realize that we have a $1.8 trillion student loan debt, but only a third of kids in America go to college, is it time to just stop sending kids to college if they're going to be indoctrinated into these philosophies of totalitarianism? I absolutely think it's worth a second take of spend this kind of money. I mean, students, let's remind ourselves that students are spending, you know, upwards of $70,000 a year on something before they even have a job. So it's like the question is why, it doesn't that seem a bit backwards to you, especially when a lot of these degrees do not lead to careers or jobs that no. start out at that amount. No. And what, they, what they're taught in college really leads to a, a place where if they're going to work in the actual world, they have to be deprogrammed and taught how to do things accurately, unless, of course, they're in the pseudo-intellectual world of law or medicine, which um, really is more political than it is expertise at this point in America uh, as we see it. I mean, lawyers aren't really protecting the rule of law. They're bastardized it. Doctors, they get their orders from government. They, what, what's the difference? All you need is a degree. Nobody asks where you, where you graduated. Uh, so if your kid isn't going to be a lawyer or a doctor, why send them? But even in those cases with lawyers and doctors, it all starts somewhere. So lawyers weren't always this politicized. Doctors weren't always this politicized. We're seeing it increasingly in a lot of these various professions, especially in the STEM field. Because of the fact that universities are increasingly trying to indoctrinate and brainwash students. You know, you see K through 12 students are not getting proper civics education. I know we talk about this a lot on the show. Um, but when you also get into college, it's just reinforced and doubled down on when students are ex- encouraged to actually report on one another anonymously for incidents of bias, to watch out for things it's, like microaggressions. 
Right. It's, it's, it's just a completely insane experience for them to come out of. And then they're expected to enter the professional world. And some of them might be, you know, have to kind of re-go through another programming in order, or reprogram themselves in order to operate in the real world. But what most people don't realize is that's what the left's goal is here. This type of indoctrination is to ultimately change how the world operates into their own image. Now, well, that's the premise of communism. The premise right, exactly. of communism. And, yeah, and this, this is, is all what our based kids on are Marxist taught. ideology. Yeah, it's all based on Marxism. Mm-hmm. So the leg up that Americans have is that um, we have the largest small business people. Most of these people could cultivate their kids to go into those businesses rather than turning them over to an indoctrination camp. And um, I think, why is it so many parents are pressured into, into the, accepting the ideology when they themselves succeeded to the level of their lives without it? You know, I, I, I make fun of my kids. They went to college. I, do, I make fun of her. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend you know a quarter of a million a year so you could go what hand out milk at, like like my lunch lady Miss K used to do when I was in grade school. I, it's preposterous to me. And then they realize you know through my heckling, hey maybe the old man's kind of onto something because the reality is why would you spend a quarter of a million dollars to get out and be mediocre? Well, the thing is, today, parents really aren't, in a lot of ways, not spending that kind of money because it's the federal government. So because it's a slow burn through all of our tax dollars, a lot of people don't immediately feel the cost of universities and colleges, which is why all of a sudden now people are starting to push back on it because the Biden administration is saying, hey, let's rip off that mandate and start paying down these loans with taxpayer money, even even though the whole thing was already underwritten by taxpayer money. What we forget is that all the way back since Lyndon B. Johnson, we've been paying for these federal student loans and the university have been reaping the benefits because the entire thing like we've been talking about is, an, is a racket. A lot of these degrees do not lead to real career paths. A lot of these degrees are designed to indoctrinate students into the far left political agenda. But anyway, we're still giving them all this money. They keep increasing their tuition and they don't have to modify to the market when there's a recession or when there's a housing market crisis because the government keeps paying for them and we keep paying for them for taxpayer dollars. And then this the specificity of what they're taught is truly the anti-American agenda. For instance, this DEI bulldog. You know, I've been in money business my whole life, never went to school for it. Never. Worked in it my whole life, became a registered investment advisor, and I would, you know, argue with the teacher about how how economy really worked, but you had to fill out the Mm -hmm. test the way they wanted. But now they have this thing, diversity, equity, and what's the I for? Ignorance? What is it for? Well, yeah, they they say inclusion. We all know yeah. it really means indoctrination or intolerance. <laughs> equity, equity is my favorite word because equity is a word that you don't have any unless you put money in. You don't have any equity. So, you know, this is the other thing where we're teaching kids. You're actually worthless to the nation if you're not a positive taxpayer. Why have we gone away from the ideology of exactly the definitions of the words? Like well, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to completely change the concept of equity. So they don't even want to refer to it so much as an economic term. They're mostly dealing with it in a sense that there should be equal outcomes. Oh, I, oh, so I rather know, than, but I hate adopting yeah, their language. Exactly. I hate it. Exactly, exactly. And so it's, it's, it's horrible because it does teach students that merit is not important. And that's really ultimately what they're trying to crack down on ever since, you know, they started doing this a couple of years ago, but they really reemphasized it on campuses after the Students for Fair Admissions versus Harvard and UNC case decision came out from the Supreme Court this summer, which basically gutted affirmative action policies on campuses where, where universities had excuses to prioritize certain races over others in admissions processes and through scholarships. Now yeah. they're saying that 
you know, they're reemphasizing that merit is the concept that's racist. You know, California, the California Community College System just released a report last year, and they're talking a lot about it this summer, saying how merit actually protects white privilege under a guise of standards. <laughs> they try to eliminate concepts like standardized testing so that they can discriminate without evidence because they don't want standardized tests to show that they are discriminating by letting people in with lower test scores based on their race. Again, this is another, they're trying to change the definition of terms. If anyone's read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, this is absolutely something that they are trying to do on the far left, and they've been trying to do for a long time. So we have to be really careful, especially as students, when you're entering these environments, as they start to tell you, this is the definition of a microaggression, this is the definition of merit and diversity, really question those things because they're definitely making stuff up i'll tell you that you know it's funny when we talk about the money in schools when i started my daughter uh graduated but when i started it was you know 40 something when she finished it was 50 something when you add that up and you add up the costs of housing when you add up the other costs it's a significant amount of money it's it's between two and two hundred fifty thousand to get a kid out of college yeah wow and that's if they don't go into other areas if they go into different areas now you're talking about what is law school you know? mm-hmm. yeah law school is about that much it's going to be about 30 to fifty thousand dollars a year for three years so and the, sometimes the, you can get it covered but other times not the vast majority of kids their parents don't pay that so they take a loan out the loan used to be given by private entities and private entities would look at the kids actual achievements scholastically right and say all right i think we'll give you the money i think we won't now you have this new crop of kids that get money that go to these for-profit colleges that are often owned by politically connected people in the case of barack obama whose friends bought uh phoenix uh the online school phoenix whatever the hell it's Ah, called yeah phoenix university (laughs) phoenix university right and that's just one and then in chicago there's a multitude of these imbecile schools and then you get these kids that are pumped through this they sign on the dotted line and they get these phony degrees and they most of them didn't go to school the way it was when i you know back in the 80s when i went to school but now you have these doctors and all they need is that degree and they're psychologists and they're psychiatrists and they're in the system why can't people focus on the money scam that it really is because that debt since the the government backdoor nationalized it went from about 500 million to 1.8 trillion dollars and now you've got all these kids that haven't paid it since covid and now they're out there working and when they get hit they're going to have to pay the adjusted interest that has cranked up in the last year nine different times i mean this is this is a swindle on all of us. It really is. Do you think that there are enough people that will be affected that maybe, maybe we can get a consensus on the fact this is a money laundering scheme from government to their connected friends and they're using you as a stooge in the middle? Yeah, I mean, I, I, my hope is that ever since the Biden administration started talking about student loan forgiveness, it started to really shed light on the realities of what that means and how much debt there actually is. You know, I wrote an article not too long about how the entire thing is just a racket. It's the, the universities are benefiting and the government's in on it. And as long as the universities do the, the bidding of the bureaucrats, then they get all the money that they need and they don't have to worry about um, adjusting themselves based on the economy. But the other thing is, is like, you know, the, it's what you mentioned earlier with when are people going to start finally putting their foot down on this? I think the reality is starting to set in. Um, with the cost, not only because of the economy, but because 
people are starting to really admit they are, you know, we were all kind of wrong in thinking that you needed a college degree in order to be successful in this country. Yeah. Now it's starting to be real. We're starting to realize, wait a second, a college degree not only doesn't guarantee success, it might actually reverse our kids' ability to function in society because they actually come out of school even more fragile than they went in. They come out thinking some crazy stuff. And the more these kids go home and start espousing, espousing Marxist and communist ideas over their dinner table on Thanksgiving, the more parents are going to start really questioning sending their kids to college. But, you know, and that's happening at higher numbers than we've ever seen it before. So I don't want listeners to think that this hasn't happened before, but it's definitely happening at a much more palatable level than we've seen. And so it is starting to set in. And you are seeing a slight, a very slight decrease in numbers of students attending college and more and a bigger increase in students going to trade schools, um, because that's where you can make some serious money these days, um, because a lot of folks aren't even willing to take those jobs, oh. such as electricians, Please. plumbers. Yeah. I live in southwest Florida. You would much rather be in air conditioning than you would want to be a doctor or a nurse. Believe me when I tell you, these are the guys that make money. And it's funny, you know, I, I had a good time when my kids were doing it because I was heckling it constantly. And my daughter would call me and she's like, you're not going to believe this. And she'd send me a snapshot of the test and we would laugh at it. But, you know, I, I, I felt kind of prey to the pressure of, I want this, you know, I, my friends are doing this and all this. Yeah. Why do you think this hasn't become a political issue where politicians are running and saying, don't send your kid to college? Are they afraid of the judgment of scam artists, also known as Democrats? See, because it's going to take somebody to come out and say, you know, it's, it, don't do it. It's a waste of time and money. Go in the, yeah. Follow your grandfather's routine and make something out of yourself. Well, you're going to need politicians who come from a different cut of cloth, because right now a lot of them come from Ivy League schools. And as well as there are many that will even admit that they didn't have the best experience while they were in college or that maybe they didn't need that college degree to be successful. But at the end of the day, if they start going around saying that, they're going to be called hypocritical. And they know it, and they know it could hurt their chance to get reelected. But really, like you're talking, it's, it's about people really doing, being willing to admit they were wrong, saying that maybe oh, we did not have this. And that's so hard for politicians. So then know. it's hopeless. <laughs> Why don't you just say it's hopeless we haven't reversed on anything for a thousand years yeah we need an entire generation to say maybe we were wrong in saying that college was really the answer we just shoved all of our kids into college immediately without even thinking twice financially it's completely irresponsible decision no one wants to admit that that was a financially irresponsible decision and that you know and that maybe our kids would actually be better off without college and without us having invested as much in a huge mistake so that's something that i mean like i went to undergrad and i went to grad school and i'm the first one to tell people not to go to grad school unless they absolutely have to it's a huge waste of money i mean you come out of that thing wasting like eighty thousand dollars a year for, for a master's <laughs> or eighty thousand yeah for a master's degree and i'm like oh my gosh i could have i didn't need this i i, I could have what are the term you know what else is funny to me, Sharice? I mean, I've, I've been in the, in the real estate game for a long time. The disclosure rules and laws on borrowing money, and rightfully so, are very onerous. You have to disclose eight ways to Tuesday after you have a meeting of the minds and you agree and they lock into a rate that the people have 72 hours to say, I'm uncomfortable and I walk away. They're doing this to infants who are 18 years old and can barely sign anything anyway. How is this even legal? And is there an argument to be made by a smart lawyer that you did not give the proper disclosure to these kids? Because ultimately, Sharice, this is what aggravates me the most. They're, they don't care about the students. When they say they're going to give the loan or they're going to they're pay the student debt, it's an accounting thievery trick. 
They're taking mm-hmm. the money from one column and they're giving it to themselves. The name in the middle is irrelevant. Why aren't lawyers suing the hell out of this scam organization called our government? Well, so I, I think there, we did see evidence of the lawyers starting to go after with the student loan stuff. So we did. There was acknowledgement there. But there's, it's hard to find the actual legal argument that you could pursue. Because, you, one, you need, in order to have a lawsuit, you need to have a plaintiff. And so you have to have students who are, in the case of uh, student loans, for example, you have to have students who are willing to, or not students, but even young adults, who are willing to forego getting their loans paid off by the government um, and actually willing to sue the government instead. So it's, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's like, hmm, would you, you know, would you rather sue the government or would you rather get $10,000? Oh, before I die, I want my name versus the United States government. It's a dream of mine. I don't know why kids aren't lining up to do this. And if anybody yeah, can put it together, so. it's you. You got the name, Sharice Trump. Come on, now's your time. Go back to the Alexander Hamilton uh, Society and convince them we need to do this mission and take it to the Supreme Court. It's the only way you're going to win anything. Right. These, these guys will run a scam forever. I mean, look at some That's of these scams. Yeah, that's what we're doing at Speech First. So we actually did file a petition for Sir um, on August 14th to get in front of the Supreme Court response team case against Virginia Tech. And that is an anonymous reporting system where students are encouraged to report on each other for bias, for incidents of offensive speech, unwanted speech, you know, basically constitutional speech. But they're, it's almost like something out of East Germany where the university <laughs> is, wants the students' default reaction to be if they hear anything even remotely offensive, their reaction should be to report it to a higher authority. And that is terrifying to think that we're training students to use systems like this. Oh, and by the way, they are using it. They're using oh. it regularly. So this is even more concerning for the public. <laughs> now, speech First, what's the name of the site? Is it speechfirst.com? What is it? Speechfirst.org. Mm-hmm. Speechfirst.org. Now, when you go to the Supreme Court, can you get me in as a guest? I promise I will not light my <laughs> cigar until you're done with your opening arguments. Do we have a deal? I will happily let you in the Supreme Court, and then I will have a cigar with you afterwards. Thank you very much. She is Sharice Trump. <laughs> the organization is Speechfirst.org. Thank you so much for always making yourself available. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on again, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I can't wait for AI to take over the world. It'll be a lot easier to get along with than these Marxist mafia Democrats. What do you think, Squirrel? Traffic ticket? I'd rather go be to AI. To one of the instead of one of the judges that sit on the table of wisdom LLC with Ed Burke, Joe Illinois. Sean, it's an honor, bro. I, I appreciate what you're doing. I, I really fine. do. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, uh, you know I'm not stupid enough to think the people at the top. I, I worked for Yellow. First of all, I, I I was a doctor. Now, are you the guy I met at the smoker? No, no. Okay, go ahead. No. There was another Yellow guy that came um, up to me. Go ahead. Um, no, it just, I'm not stupid enough to think that people at the corporate level didn't have something to do with the company closing. But if anyone thinks the union didn't have a big part in that, they're, they're just naive. I mean, you know, so, so, what, what's his name? Uh, the O'Brien guy. I, I, I just O'Brien. found this out about a, I just found this out about a week ago that he was posting memes of a, a tombstone that said rip yellow 
on it about a month before the company went under. And I actually had a union steward come up to me about a month before we closed the doors. And he's like, oh, don't worry, bro. They're just using scare tactics. They ain't going to close the doors. Well, it's a sad thing because what you guys are are collateral damage, right? And what what Sean O'Brien doesn't want you to know, that there's a multi-billion dollar industry that is extorting both the worker and the corporation, and that is the definition of the union hierarchy. And they don't need you to know that. Sean O'Brien spends more on lunch than the average guy at Yellow made in a year. Sean O'Brien spends more on lunch. So this idea that they're down with the worker, and what they don't want you to know is that had that company had the ability to reorganize and keep the good workers and get rid of the, the half-assed cousins with the corks on their force, forks at Thanksgiving that are all related to Sean O'Brien, they would have been able to save. But you know, who knows better than you than the useless nonsense that they were forced to do by the unions? There were distribution centers, where my understanding is, sometimes across the street from each other, that they had to pay two sets of guys when they just wanted to shave it down to one to stay afloat. But they, too, were bribed by union-heavy uh, politicians, 700, I think they got $1.8 billion in stimulus money or in different foreign, different money from Obama to Trump to pretend to stay alive. And in the meantime, to your point, the president of Yellow, the whole time it was collapsing, made over a million dollars a year with an expense account of 200000 a year. That's a, that's sickening. It's just all sickening. And they want, they want, the company wants the guys who, like me, who say they're capitalists, oh, the company's always right. There isn't any companies of free marketism anymore. This is all corporatism. This is all nonsense. And they bribe the politicians to get the free money loans. And who pays? You and me, the ordinary people. And it, it has to come to an end, Joe, but I wish you the best of luck. Here's what I want you to do. We got a guy coming on in a little while, Tom Sudeika from Freedom Square. It's a website. I'm going to put you on hold. I want to get your information. We're going to give it to Tom. We're going to give it to a couple guys in the network. Are you working now or no? No. I got unemployment coming in, but you know what that is. That ain't nothing. Brother, listen to me. Just stay on the line. I want Honey Bunny to get your info. All right? We got a deal? All right. Keep me posted. Thank you very much. You stay there. See, because that's what it has to be. It has to be where, where good people aren't forced into unemployment. That's what unions do. They'd rather have the, their, their guys on unemployment than have the freedom to negotiate for themselves. And that's where their strength lies. Their whole thing, it's scare tactic. The whole freaking thing is a scare tactic. And none of it needs to exist anymore. You want to argue like, uh, like the municipal guys do? Oh, there was a time in the Labor Day and the 40-hour week. Poppycock. Those are guys that hope you don't look into the actual history of things. Like they don't want us to look into the actual spending of government. Which is why... That's all we should do. These entities don't represent you. FEMA has nothing to do with the response to emergencies. It's a bureaucratic scam. It's a money fraud. And the American people waste $30 billion. Waste it. Can anybody point to one thing they did? Do you remember throughout time? Go back to the FEMA trailers for Katrina. What a, oh, but, but that was a Republican. That was bad. The entity is bad. Just like the entity of the FBI, useless, morons. How could you have all of these guys that, that we have this political skullduggery going on and you don't know anything? This guy with Josh Hawley is amazing because he is, he will be a judge, as so many judges are. Now, am I supposed to believe that our judicial system has integrity when it's occupied by people like this? I don't think I do. If you participated in any meetings at all related to the Hunter Biden laptop. Was that a yes or a no? It's not appropriate for me, uh, and I'm I'm bound not why, to wait, talk wait, about it. Wait, 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 wait. Why isn't it appropriate for you? It, is a judicial nominee? Does that have anything to do with any any case that you have? Right? 
I'm asking you what you did in your former employment as the deputy chief of staff to the FBI director. Did you participate in any meetings related to the Hunter Biden laptop? Senator, uh, again, um, as a a Department of Justice. It sounds like you're not going to answer me. Is this going to be a I'm not going to answer you type deal? Now, I want you to understand something. When people ask, why would China give one point five billion to this phony investment group? Why would the oligarchs put them on the board and pay him money and give him diamond? This is why he's untouchable. He had in his pocket the FBI and the Department of Justice. His dimwit and diapers father brags about policy he was able to withhold until he got who he wanted in the Ukrainian government. So that's what he's selling. And by the way, if you bribe these dimwit, these short-in-the-pants gangsters, it's worth every frackin' penny. It's worth every frackin' penny, including the Chinese communists. They are loving the Biden years, also known as America's Dark Ages. And they are being fluffed from every bureaucrat in government. You were quoted as saying that you, the U.S. wants China to have a strong economy. Is that true? It is true. You know, prior to my visit, I spoke with President Biden to... Who's that? Just some dingbat Democrat mafia member qualified to do nothing except stink up shoes at Nordstrom's. That's Gina Raimondo. Qualified to do nothing except destroy the quality of our lives while strengthening her Chinese communist paymasters. You know, obviously hear his direction and what he said in that call, which is what he has said time and time again, is that we, you know, we the Chinese people deserve uh, a good economy and prosperity. What about us? Hey, you with the dog face. What about us? We have no interest to hold China down, to hold China back, to hold the people down. We have an interest to uh, protect our national security, first and foremost. Now, that got me thinking. Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. It has to trace back to the other Democrat, the only marriage in all political history that everybody understood why the husband cheated. It has to go back to the Duchess of Chaffington. And sure enough, I found a video. You know, the only other adversary of ours who's anywhere near as good as the Russians is China. So why should Russia have all the fun? And since Russia is clearly backing Republicans, why don't we ask China to back us? I hereby tonight ask China. That's right. And not only that. That's Rachel Maddow. That's also Rachel Maddow. It's a very comfortable. I I don't know where Huma Wiener was, but something tells me she was in the green room. Getting ready. China, if you're listening, why don't you get Trump's tax returns? I'm sure our media would richly reward you. And they do reward you. They reward the cover-up of the seditious conspirators, the Democrats, as they weaken America every minute of every day and strengthen the enemies, the Chinese Communist Party. Just in a limited time, I wonder if Taiwan came up at all, because when you talk to businesses here, I mean, that is the real issue that they worry about. It did not come up at all. No, didn't come up at all. Hong Kong didn't come up at all. That was under Trump's administration. Of course, he was infiltrated with a lot of Democrats, including Steve Mnuchin, the lemonhead, whose third wife is spectacular. In the meantime... We've got another Democrat, Dr. Gupta. No, not that Gupta. It's another Gupta. Secretary Gina Raimondo of the Commerce Department went to China this week, and she had several photo ops with her Chinese counterparts. Do you know if she brought this up? 
Well, we're looking, uh, we'll be looking forward to her readout, but at the same time, I will say our ambassador, Secretary Blinken, and literally every uh, senior member of the cabinet that visits brings up fentanyl, and this is on the behest of President Biden, who's been serious since day one that we must stop but the precursor shipments, the production of it into fentanyl, and the trafficking of it. Huh. Fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. There's a congressman by the name of Strong. I did not realize this, Squirrel. Did you know that the Sinaloa cartels and the other cartels, the ones that uh, control the Mexican government, did you know that they have drones? Oh, yes. And they're better at operating them than the Ukrainians. Did you know this? Here's a congressman Strong. We're, we're looking at about 17 to 1 um, drones. I know that on the other side of the aisle mentioned the cartel and the 17 to 1 uh, drones. So what that means is the cartels have 17 drones to our border patrols one. That's not good, Squirrel. But we're sending how much money to Ukraine? The Azovs? Oh, okay. I can tell you this. My hometown of Huntsville, Alabama could neutralize this in a matter of days. You know what he's talking about, don't you? You get Billy Bob, a couple of his cousins. You can load them up on those pickup trucks with those Second Amendments. And you shoot those son of a dogs down. In a matter of days, they could neutralize these drones that are flying in U.S. airspace. And I commit to both sides of this aisle. Let's get to work. We're willing to do it. They're dropping fentanyl across the U.S. border. And they're destroying a generation of Americans. And I'll promise you this right here. It's a cost-effective way to neutralize it. We can jam them. We can drop them, whichever way it is. But it's unacceptable to have drones coming into U.S. airspace, dropping fentanyl to destroy the children of our, uh, of our country. And I'll tell you this right here. I'll work with anybody. I'll work with the president. I'll work with Democrats. I'll work with Republicans because it's time to address it. They're fixed You're to better destroy off with a generation Billy Bob. of our children. Yeah, couple of pickup trucks and some guns. In the meantime, Joe Biden saw this as another excuse for more money, more money, more money. And what he knows is that the people who are dumb enough to vote for Joe Biden, they can't read that he sold fence that was already already assembled but not put up for pennies on the dollar. But that gives him another excuse to get what? You know, Squirrel, the more money. And one of the other things I'm, I've been asking the Congress for is need about $15 billion along the border to be able to deal with the technology needed to be able to determine whether or not this, these precursor drugs are making it into into Mexico or into the United States and dealing with that. So there's so more to do there as well. Yeah, let's go with the Chicago model. So about 55% of all of the money spent on any given topic goes to admin. Ooh, there's a nice little money laundering scheme. Let's go to Dr. Gupta. Cut two. Dr. Gupta. Secretary Gina Raimondo of the Commerce Department went to China this week, and she had several photo ops with... Oh, no, no, wait. That's a... Is there anything in today's actions that would deal with the root cause of the Chinese sending the precursor chemicals to Mexico? Well, exactly. This is the administration that has been laser-focused from day one on addressing the China challenge. China challenge. Never forget who set it up way back in 2016. You know, the only other adversary of ours who's anywhere near as good as the Russians is China. So why should Russia have all the fun? And since Russia is clearly backing Republicans, why don't we ask China to back us? I hear. I think it worked there. Duchess of Chaffington. Where's Bill? 
312-642-5600. When I get back, I'm going to bring on a special guest and a way to solve all the problems by cutting these Marxist mafia members out of your life. That'll be after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, we save each other. The Democrat mafia only exists on the money it extorts. Now, it has businesses, too, that would rather bribe them then deal with the headache. And that's the problem. People are afraid to fight. Not all people are afraid to fight. And I think it's going to go, uh, go I think it's can change at any minute. Of course, we're going to have to tackle the election integrity thing, but that's a, a whole other issue. What's happening to our auto workers is an absolute disgrace and an outrage beyond belief. Auto workers are getting totally ripped off by crooked Joe Biden and also their horrendous leadership. Because these people are allowing our country to do these electric vehicles that very few people want. And it's a mandate. Do you know what I was thinking of when he was talking? Number one, he was afraid to say unions, and I, I don't like that. Say unions. The, the workers who are good people understand the scam. Don't be afraid to tell them that their upper echelon are scumbag, half-assed gangsters and crooks. They know it, and they want somebody to say it. In the meantime, all this electric nonsense, this poppycock, this nonsense... Where does it lead? Ooh, whenever you want to know how corruption and totalitarianism leads, just look over the border to the south, to the cartel government in Mexico. On Saturday, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador signed a decree nationalizing lithium, a strategic mineral for the development of new technologies. So they nationalized lithium. So now all of the Mexican citizens who think they own their farms and their land the mineral under the ground that they've paid for, in some cases for generations, that's the government. The same one who's in bed with the cartels. There's always a scam. Why are you afraid to say it? We don't have a legitimate government anymore. We have a third world corrupt oligarchy. Oh, oligarchy. That's hell bent on destroying the principles of our nation. 312 642 5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... My next guest is tied up. He had an unexpected issue he had to take care of, so we are going to reschedule Eric Jackson for next Thursday. In the meantime, we will be opening the lines and I will be taking your calls. But what I wanted to discuss with Eric Jackson, I will discuss with you. And that is the opportunity for, unfortunately, nefarious actors to use financial systems to launder theft. And when I heard these clips, uh, I immediately thought of the way in which criminals, scallywags, recipients of government favoritism are laundering money. The 10 suspects related to a billion dollar money laundering case have been remanded for another eight days. That's after prosecutors warned that there might be contamination of evidence and collusion 
if they were granted bail. One lawyer says that they may be detained even longer. Now, one of the suspects, 40-year-old Su Haijin, appeared on screen in court from hospital. He was injured after jumping from the second floor during a police raid. People from China are posing as businessmen. They're getting involved in different banking schemes and scams, and they're fronting the money through entities electronically, buying real estate, financing the real estate, and stealing money. What more do we know about this case? Well, according to a charge sheet seen by our colleagues at Bloomberg News, these 10 individuals charged held money with uh, banks, including Citi and also RHB and uh, UOB. Um, they um, allegedly tried to defraud banks, including Standard Charter and CIMB as well, forging documents. The total amount of money that, that they held in assets uh, runs up to $740 million, and these individuals used that money to buy everything from luxury cars to golf membership. Yeah, but who's going to pay for it all? The people who are going to bail out these banks. Because regardless of the numbers you hear and the nonsense you hear about Bidenomics and the rest of it, our banking system is an illusion of fractional lending. So the money that these scumbags deposit, the banks lend out 10 times. So if they deposit $100 million, they're lending out 10 times 100 million. Now when you find out the money is being remanded by governments because it was frauded, what happens to the 100 million dollars? You pay it. And that's why as we speak today, the Federal Reserve is printing up another 70 billion dollars to pretend our banks are liquid. They are not. In the meantime, these actors are all from China. And if that's not bad enough, the government, aside from buying politicians like the president of the United States, congressmen and senators who uh, freeze up when they're asked questions like Mitch McConnell, Jiminy Cricket, who got his shoes stolen, they're buying our land. The ABC 7 News I team has new insight about a massive land acquisition in Solano County that was initially tied to national security concerns. Now, all of the land is around Travis Air Force Base and stretches east toward the Sacramento area. Tonight, I team reporter Stephanie Sierra is here to share the latest that you just learned from congressional leaders. Yes, we're getting better context, in part because we're learning... Congressman Mike Thompson, no relation, squirrel. However, he's a handsome son of a gun. I think it goes with the name. In the meantime... He's putting up an, uh, an inquiry, and it's not getting picked up anywhere outside of California except here. New details about some of Flannery's early acquisitions and the concerns those purchases raised in respect to our national security. Tonight, we're finally getting some clarity. Squirrel, you're not going to believe where they established the LLC. You won't believe it. You really won't. A multi-billion dollar land acquisition encroaching one of the most critical military bases in the western U.S. started with years of secrecy. Logically, um, it doesn't make sense to us. I'm very concerned about our national security and our food security. Travis Air Force Base is the gateway to the Pacific. Got to protect Travis. It's still, still ongoing. That's the mystery that we're trying to figure out. There's a lot of speculation out there. Until now. Sources familiar with the matter tell the I-Team Flannery Associates bought more than 55,000 acres of dry farmland with hopes to build a utopian city. 55,000 acres, well, it's a lot of land, a lot of dirt. Focused on affordable housing, clean energy, and sustainable infrastructure. There we go. God's on goal. five years, no one knew why. Huh. Sources confirmed to the I-Team. So they started under Obama. They started this plan. They took a little time off 
during the Trump years. Now they're back in action and they're closing the deals. Flannery is backed by the heavyweights of Silicon Valley, a slew of tech billionaires. The firm was formed in Delaware, a state with strong legal... Oh, 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 oh. Where else have we heard Delaware? Oh, the wrinkled ass old whore. The senator from Delaware. The entire state designed as a front for phony LLCs. In one building, they have over 3 million LLCs. We now know that the Biden crime family has over 20 LLCs to launder the money. Kind of like the Chinese Communist Party who's banking the fronts who, pres- who pretend to be Silicon Valley billionaires. Protections to guard corporate ownership. Flannery has purchased more than 300 parcels of land in Solano County since 2018, dozens of which are now bordering three sides of Travis Air Force Base. That sounds, why, you think it's strategic? It's going to be a utopian city. Oh, you mean like Chicago? It's another utopian city headed up by Marxist scumbag frauds. We've learned there is sensitive military storage that extends beyond the base itself. Are any of the other land acquisitions in and around Solano County? If only the FBI, forever bothering Italians, Federal Bureau of Incompetence, or the Gestapo to corruption would look into it. Who makes up the FBI? Senator, I'm, I'm bound to follow the Code of Judicial Conduct. The Code of Judicial Just, Conduct doesn't have any bearing on this question whatsoever. What possible bearing could it have? That's a question mark. Do we ever find out how many FBI agents were in uh, the Capitol during the, the phony insurrection, where one evening in Chicago is five times as violent? A Tuesday afternoon in Chicago, there's more murder and mayhem than there was on January 6th. Raising concern about that or any other possible threat to national security. Well, it's my understanding they've purchased land next to major communication facilities. Uh, they're away from the base. They've purchased land uh, on or near area where uh, where uh, sensitive fiber has been buried. And it's my understanding that they've purchased land on or near uh, where uh, supply uh, piping uh, lies to bring fuel onto the base. Those so. You mean from the land they have, they could isolate the base from everything it needs, electricity, gas, and everything. And the money traces back to who? All uh, raise concern with not just me, but the entire community. The CEO of the firm, Jan Schremek, and his consultant sat down with Thompson for the first time this week to get clarification on that. They've told me that in those cases, it was property they had to buy in order to uh, be able to purchase property that they wanted and that they think about that i love the way that democrats scallywag lies i love it we had to buy the land around the base because we needed the other land well, well why'd you buy this we had to and you're talking to a congressman by the name of mike thompson since sold that just to clarify there you were referring to the parcels of land that were adjacent to the communication tower that extends beyond the base that's correct Flannery indicated to you that they have since sold back that land? They sold it to someone. They didn't say who. They said that they were working with a major property owner to buy property, and the property owner said, while you're at it, why don't you buy this too? I don't know if that was negotiating a leverage with the, with the seller or how it came about. Wait, wait, I just, gonna, I just want to be reminded of something. Wait, just one second, Squirrel. Now, this Fox Business exclusive, Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its Ooh, military. I wonder if any of them are involved in the finance of the land. Hmm. If only. 
we had some federal entity that could investigate such matters. That make any sense to you? There's nothing about this that's made a lot of sense to me from day one. You know, I, I've been involved with a lot of private development endeavors. And turns out, Squirrel, Congressman Mike Thompson is a developer. Hmm. Been involved in massive amounts of development. Uh, uh, Congressman Thompson, have you ever heard of anything like this? I have never been involved with a group of potential developers that have done it this way. And just Because they don't do it this way for a strategy other than sabotage. And the saboteur, also known as the dimwit in diapers, and its crack smoke and sun, have the protection of the only entity in the entire government that could look into it. Uh, well, Senator, uh, uh, as um, the Code of Judicial Conduct requires integrity and independence in the judiciary, it requires um, judicial uh, officers to uh, act with... It's not a get-out-of-jail-free card when you don't want to answer questions. Unfortunately, Josh, it is. It's an absolute get-out-of-jail-free, stay-out-of-jail, and never have anything looked into. Even when it buys up thousands, tens of thousands of acres of American soil specifically around military bases to weaken them after spy balloons flew over them. Just within the past hour, I've been in touch with Flannery, and the firm wanted to reinforce that they're in the preliminary phase of these plans. In response to concerns about any development near Travis, a representative of the group says there are currently no plans to put any homes within a mile of Travis, adding that supporting and protecting the base is a top priority. Uh-huh. I want to add sure. they are continuing meetings tonight with local, state, and federal okay. officials, and they plan mm. to continue that next week. And right. for the morons... That are too stupid to read it, too stupid to think. Don't worry. We'll keep you happy. I get two checks for the month of September. Woo-hoo. We have the cost of living adjustment. Yeah. We have managers returning to the Social Security office and more, my darling. So- there you go. Welfare, where there's no such thing as inflation. You get more. Just shut up and vote Democrat. Kevin in Las Vegas. Uh, hey, Sean, you kind of led me in with that Howley quip, quip there. Uh, question He's questioning these people. He never gets answers. Uh, same thing happens with Mayorkas all the time. He never answers anything. But the clip you played yesterday where the DOJ is refusing to cooperate uh, to subpoenas. Uh, I mean, you, you've got Joe Biden unilaterally canceling out more student debt right now. What, what is the purpose of Congress? Like, what, what do they do? Well, they've been nullified, but uh, they've also been, been bribed to be nullified. They stand there with their Schwansteiger in their hands while the country is overtaken from within. In the meantime, Kevin, did you happen to know who Hunter Biden met with in Ukraine in 2014 to discuss any investigation or the prosecutor in Ukraine looking into Burisma? Who did he meet to? What government official did he meet with? Shark eyes. Anthony Blinken from the Barack Obama administration. You know what Barack likes. He likes them big. He likes them round. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Why are they going to build one of these Democrat Marxist utopia cities? 
when you could take over Chicago. I mean, after all, it's all Democrat 100 years. Isn't it utopia yet? Oh, I know why they don't want to buy it. There's an infestation, squirrel. WDN Investigates has partnered with the Illinois Answers Project and Block Club Chicago on a special report about a problem plaguing every neighborhood in Chicago. We are talking about rats. Complaints are in the thousands, and now there are questions about... Now, I know. Like me, you're probably thinking the politicians and the aldermen and then the, the incubators that are, they call trucks with the fat guy sitting around sleeping all day long. No, they're talking about the actual vermin. The system meant to control the rodent problem. Investigative reporter Lourdes Duarte is joining us with what it all means for Chicagoans. In the last few years, Chicago has been dubbed one of the rattiest cities in America. It's a t- <laughs> Honey Bunny, did you get the hell out of there yet? You better listen to me. Title nobody likes. Our joint investigation showed that it's costing Chicago homeowners thousands of dollars to manage rat infestations, and city fines meant to get people paying attention to the fines. problem are having little. So let or me get no this effect. straight, you moron bastards! Your entities that are supposed to keep the alleys clean—they can't do their fracking job, and those moron garbage cans. That you bought from your cousin Guido Sarducci. And uh, God knows how much. Without a little rat can open a lid. You're finding the homeowner? That's excellent in a Democrat sewer state. And this summer, the inspector general started auditing the Bureau of Rodent Control. That review could be completed at any point. Tomorrow morning, you can... Oh, yeah. (laughs) It'll be done real quick. And they're going to find out you're getting top dollar. Here's an idea. Why don't you hire Orkin? You know, the guys who actually kill the vermin rather than the couple of guys who are waiting for their pension to kick in. Will they gain 240 pounds? Read more on the rat investigation through Block Club Chicago and the Illinois Answers Project. They will look at the millions of dollars in unpaid fines potentially linked to rat issues. They're fining you. They can't do their fracking job and they fine you. That's how you know you're in a Democrat area. Here's another way you know you're in a Democrat area. When they get to pick their favorites. Now, their favorites aren't the citizens who've been paying taxes. They're not the Chicagoans who've been born there for decades and generations. No, 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 no. You're not the favorites. The favorites, they're, they just got here. Well, Dina and Patrick, state and local leaders, along with uh, members of the local workforce, are calling on the federal government to provide legal authorization to work for new arrivals, calling it a major stepping stone to self-sufficiency and self-determination. Officials are asking Homeland Security to allow the state to sponsor asylum seekers through the significant public benefit designation. They point to a dire need for workers in industries like food processing, clean energy, health care, transportation, warehouses, and more, adding... They're going to subsidize the new guy that got here. As for you, do you live here? Well, you're going to pay five times for an entity, a commodity they don't own called water. You're going to pay taxes on top of it. And the rats, you're paying for that too. Even though there's an entire bureaucracy dedicated with their own trucks and their uniforms, their costumes, the whole nine yard, just to clean up the alleys. They're busy. They got to go eat. With dozens of companies owing the city more than $15 million, we'll be linking their stories to our WGN TV. Oh, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna build companies? Hmm. I can't figure you guys out. Really, you guys are doing great. The $55 million for administration, all to Brandon Johnson's posse, and uh, all your pension incubators, big fat slobs going to the wiener circle, burn the dog, run it through the garden. 
What about the rats? They're feasting like they work for the city. The website. I'm Lourdes Duarte, WGN Investigates. Uh, Tough to watch that, but it's a good reminder that we all kind of have a role in this of keeping our trash bins closed. Look at you, you moron. I think this is the idiot who wears the beat up brown shoes on Fox 32. Another talking mannequin who wasn't good enough to make it on some soap opera. Instead, he's putting lipstick on the failure that is the Democrat mafia. 312-642-5600. Danny. Hey, Sean. Great show. Big fan. How you doing today? Good, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, so I want to call you and hear what you what you got to say or what you know about this. I ran into my buddy last night, okay? All He's right. CPD. Right. And uh, I asked him, I go, what's the deal with this Sox shooting, okay? They had Reinsdorf, the globalist, out earlier talking about, well, it hasn't been ruled out. The bullet didn't come from outside. He goes, no, no, no. Some fat pig yeah, yeah, yeah. ought to gone in and shot herself, okay? Sure. Yeah, a little respect. A little respect. She's a CPS. She's a, CP- yeah, she's a teacher, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. BLM branded and doesn't want that getting out, right? Is that what you hear? I, or yeah, we, we, yeah, we heard it. We heard it. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I think she's in a yoga class with MK and J.B. Pritzker. Thank you very much, Danny. I appreciate it. The jokes write themselves. They truly do. And the jokes all trace back to uh, the Democrat utopia, where uh, they're wallowing, but they've got a plan. That legal authorization to work for new arrivals are needed in order to avoid labor exploitation through trafficking and wage theft. This announcement comes days after Mayor Johnson and Governor Pritzker sent a letter, joint letter rather, to the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, advocating for workforce expansion, which would grant non-citizens the ability to legally work in industries facing labor shortages. See, I don't know why cannot go on welcoming new arrivals safely and capably without significant support and immigration policy changes. This change would be a common sense measure that would provide greater opportunities. Does it mean more when you talk like this, like some half-assed reverend? Hallelujah, you moron. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing today? Wonderful. Yeah, there's a question I want to... They're talking about the rat infestation. How about all these illegal immigrants that are coming in here, sleeping yeah. in bus stations, police precincts, the airports? And they want to, the governor wants to give them a job and stuff. How are they going to get a job without proper credentials or a social security card? That's not going to fly. What do you think? Oh, don't worry about it. By the time it's over, the illegals and the rats, they'll all be voting Democrat. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. I heard this was in their earpieces at that CPS teacher. What do you think? I think it was. I think this is the official song of not just CPS, but even some of the uh, municipal departments that employ guys like Cream Puff Jim. Cream Puff Jim, is this the official uh, union song for your municipal union? Well, the Wobblies are my guys. Uh, they're, in the, they're like the, for the, the, the last part of the... Uh, of the 19th century, the Wobblies, those are my girls. Sure. But but anyway, the Republican Party, do they feel any responsibility for these poor souls taking these long prison terms? And will these people be rehabilitated when they come out, you think? Uh, you mean the political prisoners? Yeah, that's what the political prisoners are. Yeah. They, 
They bought in. They, anyway, well, how about Dominion? They, uh, Dominion got a billion dollars from this insanity. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you've got. But I've never heard in American history people getting long stretches like this for a screwball who claims he won an election. Well, that's because your party lost by eight million votes. That's because <laughs> that's because your party is a third world. Garbage. They don't go to prison. They don't go to prison. No, your guys never go to prison. No, no, we never go. We never. Only Republicans go. Only the Republicans go to prison. That's all right. You want to know what? The guy's gonna who wins, whether it's Trump or whoever. Why don't they? Why don't they they take? Why don't they ask him on the stage? Does anybody feel responsibility for these poor suckers? Why would you feel responsible for these? Why they're victims? Because it was baloney. It was all baloney from the beginning. They were they were protesting the most obvious election skullduggery and theft in American history. Bar none. Everybody knows it. Eighty one million people did not did not vote for Joe Biden. There has never been an audit. Never. In fact, they use their corrupt judges like the two scum in Cook County family judges who sit on the Table of Wisdom LLC. You can look this up for yourself with that half ass Viagra Addict Ed Burke. Yes, him and his meathead-looking son, too, who I heard is down in southwest Florida. I hope I bump into him. In the meantime, that's how it goes in these politically corrupt third-world oligarch-run societies. That's what the Democrats are. But they've got some real competition now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, keeping food out of the alleys and everything. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> but we it does kind of give you the shivers, oh, right? <laughs> gives me the cringies. Yeah. Okay, I feel the, the same way every time I see a Democrat. Same way. I get the shivies. What did she call them? The shivies? I get that. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. Hey, the perfect solution to the rat problem in Chicago put yeah. a $5 yeah. bounty on them, let the gangbangers shoot them instead of like civilians and people going to the Sox game. And I yeah. guarantee you, within a year, there will not be one rat left in the city. Now, I don't, I don't know if five dollars is going to entice them. You know, these kids are making some large coin, man. These kids are, <laughs> well, these kids are flipping that hair on. Oh, they're making. They, plus, not to mention the carjacking and the Louis Vuitton bags. There's a lot more money in just being an average Democrat CPS failure than there is in, in actually earning. That's too close to a job, and I'm not quite sure they want that job. In the meantime, who, uh, who are they going to get for, for, for the jobs? For newly arrivals and immigrants to build their lives here in the state of Illinois. These are folks who entered the United States with legal authorization, including young families with children. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, you with the big, big ass and the little tiny arms that you cannot reach your crevasses. What are you talking about? They didn't come here with legal status. That's why they're called illegal aliens and seniors most often they lack sponsors and have no shelter uh, you mean like illegals i uh, and they don't have any resources to obtain it uh, they have no immediate legal pa- well how'd they pay the coyote in the meantime you guys got a lot of resources you've been stealing the money you say you're spending on them sinks and more you've been asking for this information for months um yeah. and to have to reach out to a reporter to ask yeah, I mean, I think uh, what it appears to me is that there's been a challenge in, like, capacity with some of the departments, right? That the teams that are implementing the solutions are also the ones that have to report out and also the ones that have to communicate publicly. Migrants have come to Chicago by the busload for almost a year now. Vasquez says the city finally sent him some detailed numbers this week. How are aldermen just now getting a spending breakdown? The prior administration 
really didn't communicate it at all. Vasquez says the transition between Lori Lightfoot and Brandon Johnson may have slowed things down, but he's ready to ramp up now that more and more migrants are coming to the city. Between the information he received and our records, one of the biggest questions is about the biggest expenditure, more than $55 million spent on staffing alone. The sta- and there is the rub. $55 million. So they'll say they spent $110 million on the illegal immigrant problem, or what they call now migrants. $55 million went to the posse. You see, I see your scam. But the, the, the bad news is, the Democrats, they're not upset with this. They want to know where's their cut. Pathway to work. If after these many months, asylum seekers still are not being given permission. By- Why would people who come here with legal permission want asylum? Oh, they want asylum because they're leaving corrupt governments? Huh. Where do they find out who you are? The federal government to support themselves with the plethora of available jobs. Well, frankly, this moves from a short-term humanitarian mission to a long-term crisis. Officials note the city and the state have spent $350 million to help welcome and support more than 13,000 asylum seekers who have... Squirrel, $350 million divided by 13000 It seems like a lot of slippage. Slippage. It's, I think that's what they call it when they steal the money. Arrived in Chicago from the U.S.-Mexico border in the past year. So far, they say they have been reimbursed about $38 million from the federal government and are asking for more assistance. For now, live in the newsroom, Christine Flores, WGN News. That's how you spread the liability to people who would never move to an area that would elect such notable scallywag scum as a portly governor who's on 17 hours of FBI tape to a former Democrat who went to prison. Another red bastard by the name of Blago, who now, compared to these two, looks like Socrates. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just... Disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560. The answer. Looks like we made it. <laughs> Are you playing that because of my migraine? It's all right. I, I have to do the show with a migraine. Pick up some Democrat crawling. Say, get a feel good. Shut up. Go to work. That's what I tell myself. James and Schomburg has Google. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I did. When you you got my attention there when you're talking about the 350 million. Yeah. Doing the division, like actually dividing it out, yeah. is 27,000 per person, and they're just getting started. Oh yeah. So it, oh, they it, got a they got a better scam going now than they have with O'Hare. Oh, it is. It is. It is a better scam because uh, they get to hire their new friends. For $55 million, this is just the city of Chicago, spent $55 million on administration people. So they're not moving people over that we already pay. These are all new Democrat hires, and this is how you use useful idiots for a money laundering scheme. Hey, this is what they do with college kids. Why not do it with illegals? I think it's at least they're consistent, James. Thank you very much for uh, Googling the math. Greg and Lake Geneva. Hey, Sean. Uh, as far as the immigrants, don't forget, a lot of them are getting shipped out to the suburbs. So I wonder if that's going to be a case of double dipping or what. 
Anyway, uh, also, I don't know if you've heard, Tesla is being sued by the DOJ because they will not hire illegals. Yeah, and uh, Tesla's they're, response is that they, uh, they're just following federal law because there's no security clearance for somebody who's illegal. But my initial point when I called in and talked to Honey Bunny, you know, in the past I've mentioned how I cannot understand a single word out of Cream Puff's mouth, Cream Puff Jim's mouth. Yeah, but unfortunately today I understood him, and it's like you got to be kidding me. He's got to be a plant. There is absolutely no way. Right, he's not my plant. Is for real? No, no he's for real. You know why I like him? He reminds me of every good guy that I grew up with that knew they were partaking in a scam, but did it anyway because they wanted the the, the cushy pension. He reminds me of everybody I I grew up with and that I am related to. That did it. He's a wonderful guy. I'll bet you one on one you'd love him. But when you get them to justify, they can't justify it. So they, they actually wrap themselves in party affiliation and pretend to be Democrats. But sooner or later, they, they understand it. But that's the difference between the guys who just want in on the scam and the ones who cannot see it. He's smart enough to know it's a scam. What he's trying to do is justify it, not to me and you. He can't. He's trying to justify it to himself. It's really quite fun to watch. Thank you very much, though, Greg, for the call. I appreciate it. Because what we understand is everybody knows what wrong and right is. You can see it. The results are simple. You see the states that are committing suicide through this ideology of what they pretend is utopia. What they understand is a money scheme. They're stealing blind from the people. New York, New Jersey, Chicago, uh, Pennsylvania, California. They're stealing to rob, and they love it. 17 states abolished work requirements for welfare. Why? Because they love the scheme of welfare. They love it all. In the meantime, there are still good states, and I'm reminded of why I moved here. I love every minute of it. I can't find a Democrat. I have to drive to find one. And you know when they're around, because right away you're in a neighborhood you want to lock your car doors. In the meantime... There's a warning label for those people. There are reports of people trying to loot. And I've told all of our personnel at the state level, you protect people's property and, and we are not going to tolerate any looting in the app. By the way, this is not from Ian. This is from today. See, uh, there is also a law in Florida that passed, ironically, as you're suffering under the justification to pay people who've never paid into the system, where if you even own a company and you... They even suspect that you've hired an illegal. You get a $50,000 fine, and the person is immediately, immediately sent back to the country they work from, they, were, they came from. That's what Florida did. And that's why there was a mass migration of people who were here illegally waiting for Joe Biden to give them special dispensation. They are not given that here in the state of Florida. And there's other states like it. But I love the way they let them know this will not be Chicago on the Magnificent Mile on a Monday night, ever. Even if a hurricane blows through. Aftermath of a natural disaster. I'd also just remind potential looters, well, you never know what you're walking into. People have a right to defend their property. This part of Florida, you got a lot of advocates and some proponents of the Second Amendment. You loot, we shoot. You never know what's behind that door. If you go break into somebody's house and you're trying to loot, these are people that are going to be able to defend themselves and their families. I just wanted to end on a high note for you. Let you know there's options out there. Now, granted, if most people can't live for one reason or another, love and affection, family status, businesses, I understand all of that. But that doesn't mean you can't set it up so that the fruit of your loins has to go down with the rat ship. 
WDN Investigates has partnered with the Illinois Answers Project and Block Club Chicago on a special report about a problem plaguing every neighborhood in Chicago. We are talking about rats. Yes, we are. Throw the dem in front of it. They all know it's the same problem. I think the, I think the ones with the tails are cheaper, though. We'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.